Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. I'm Rod Anderson. One of the great challenges for Christians today is to be taken seriously by those outside the church. And it is a challenge when there is so much bad press against the Bible and the teachings that it espouses and the behavior of Christians. The Bible is attacked as being outdated, irrelevant, stayed and represses the freedoms that the 21st century world demands. And of course, these attacks come from evolutionary scientists, materialists, libertines, secularists, atheists, etc. With this unrelenting bias against the Bible and the Christian church, the situation is further compounded by men of the cloth, ministers and pastors, even cardinals, who tragically display how unlettered they are, such as this. For religious purposes. And uh, just just quickly, uh, because the Old Testament in particular is full of these kind of stories, I mean, is there a point where you distinguish between metaphor and reality? For example, Moses receiving the Ten Commandments uh, inscribed directly by God on a mountain. Uh, I'm not sure that the Old Testament says that uh, uh, God inscribed the Ten Commandments, uh, but leaving that aside, it's difficult. At the time of the production of this presentation, Powell's rank within the Roman Catholic Church as a cardinal, sees him as a possible candidate for Pope if the position of Pontish slash Bishop of Rome becomes vacant. But this man, who could possibly lead over one billion Roman Catholics, is not sure if the Ten Commandments were written by God, and that's in the Bible. You would all hope he was joking, but he was serious. Even children in Sunday school know the Ten Commandments found in Exodus chapter 20 were written by God, as Moses records in Exodus 31 verse 18 and Exodus 32 verse 16. And he gave unto Moses, when he had made an end of communing with him upon Mount Sinai, two tables of testimonies, tables of stone written with the finger of God. Exodus 31 verse 18. And the tables were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God graven upon the tables. Exodus 32 verse 16. This is an absolute disgrace. Cardinal Powell does not know if the Ten Commandments were written by God. He needs to start at the very basics again. Is it any wonder the church is ridiculed the way it is? On top of that, when ministers and pastors make wild predictions of the future upon which there is no biblical basis... John Hagee is the senior pastor of the Cornerstone Church, a charismatic megachurch in San Antonio, Texas. In 2013, he published a book called Four Blood Moons, in which he said the fourth blood moon would appear on September 2015 during the time of the Jewish Day of Atonement and Feast of Tabernacles. Pastor John Hagee declared that the fourth blood moon would bring in the eschatological end of the world, culminating with Jesus setting up his kingdom in Jerusalem. It sold lots of books and made him a lot of money. This is from CBS News. 
It's called a tetrad, four total lunar eclipses appearing in close succession just a few months apart and turning the moon into an eerie blood red color. These tetrads have been a rare occurrence throughout history, yet we are now in the midst of one. It began in April 2014 on the Jewish holiday of Passover, when the first blood moon appeared. Soon we'll see the final blood moon on September 28th during the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles. The final blood moon comes as a nuclear deal with the Iranian regime is being finalized, a deal that could lead to a Middle East war. The day America turns its back on Israel will be the day God turns his back on America. And the day we validate this Iran nuclear deal as signed, sealed, and delivered will be the day we stick our finger in the eye of God. Pastor John Hagee is author of the best-selling book, Four Blood Moons, and appears in a recent film of the same name. Hagee believes the current tetrad of blood moons is a sign from God to the world that something major is about to happen involving Israel, with Iran's drive towards a nuclear weapon being a possible trigger. Hagee notes that the three previous tetrads of blood moons, all falling on Jewish feast days, have coincided with major events for Israel and the Jewish people. In 1492, the Jews were expelled from Spain, and Columbus discovered America, which would become a safe haven for the Jewish people. In 1948, Israel was reborn as a nation, and in 1967, Israel recaptured Jerusalem during the Six-Day War. Blood moons are mentioned in Scripture, including in the Book of Joel, the Book of Revelation, and the Book of Acts. Hagee believes that after this event, Jesus Christ will come to Jerusalem and establish his kingdom on the earth. Well, here we are, and nothing has changed. The eschatological end, which was prophesied by Hagee, has not eventuated. The only thing that has changed is Pastor John Hagee has become that much more richer. He has sold a lot of books, and still thousands of people attend his church each week in San Antonio, Texas. It's no wonder that those outside the Christian fraternity would accuse us of believing anything. It's hard to be taken seriously when you have Christians like this making claims like that, which are not even biblical. It's not even found in the Bible. Is it any wonder that the charge against Christians is that they are credulous? What I want to do now is look at every passage in the Bible that speaks of a blood moon and find out for ourselves, could there be any justification for Pastor John Hagee's prophecy? Now, blood moons are mentioned three times in the Bible, once in the book of Joel, once in the book of Acts and the third time in the book of Revelation. Now, the reference in the book of Acts is just a repetition of what we read in Joel. So we won't actually be reading that. But what I want to do is I want to read the first passage, which is found in Joel chapter 2, verses 30 to 32. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pills of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance as the Lord has said and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Can I ask you, does that passage give Pastor John Hagee the scriptural support he needs to declare September 2015 as a date of any significance? No, it does not. 
We could read Acts chapter 2 and Peter's sermon at Pentecost in which he quotes from the prophet Joel, the passage we've just read, but it will not assist us in our study today. Let's go directly now to the book of Revelation and chapter 6, which was a passage that John, Pastor John Hagee used to support his failed prophecy. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became as black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casts her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places, and the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of his wrath has come. And who shall be able to Stand. Does this passage assist Pastor John Hagee's strenuous assertion that the eschatological end of the world will commence in September 2015? No, of course not. And there is not a single passage in the entire Bible that does. So where does Pastor John Hagee gain his inspiration to make such a bold yet unwarranted pronouncement? Astronomy. Yeah, that's right. Astronomy. He has an interest in astronomy, but he did not get it from the most important source of all, the Bible. However, what is more troubling to me is that people in their tens of thousands believed it, yet all they needed to do is replicate what you and I did earlier. Read the Bible verses that speak of blood moon and then ask directed pointed questions of the text, and they would come up with the obvious conclusion that Pastor John Hagee was wrong and would not have wasted their money on this ridiculous book. These embarrassing and well-advertised mishaps within the Christian fellowship are, of course, exploited by the enemies of the Bible and further fuels the anti-Christian, anti-Bible, anti-God rhetoric that is filling our world today. But God has given each one of us a brain and he expects us to use it, that we would read and study the Bible, not as children, but as mature adults. True Christianity is a logical person's religion. It is a reasonable faith. It not only answers the longings of the human heart, it can be defended, scrutinized. It stands up to the most rigorous cross-examination because biblical Christianity is a thinking man's religion. Today, I want to suggest to you that you go to YouTube, type in my name and the title, The Seven Signs of Christ's Return, and there you will find more information on this very, very important subject. Furthermore, I want you to have a series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Studies, which will open up the Bible to your understanding in a remarkably quick way. Way. And all you have to do is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number to info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. That is info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. Or go to our website, theorchardmelbourne.org.au. Go to the tab mark, contact us and follow the prompts and we will mail the study guides to you wherever you are in the world. Well, our time has come to an end now. But remember, the truth is nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. 
have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. Next, we have Danny Shelton and Kids from the album Love Rules and the song The Hour of His Judgment. Jesus is coming to earth again to take his children home. He's coming in clouds with power and might. The hour of his judgment is come. The hour of his judgment is come. The hour of his judgment is come. Are you ready? It shall sound in the dead shall wake A happy day that will be And we who are living the Lord will take To heaven eternally The hour of His judgment is come The hour of His judgment is come Are you ready? Oh, get ready The hour of His judgment is come 15 verses 51, 52, and 58. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The hour of His judgment is come. The hour of His judgment is come. Are you ready? Oh, get ready. The hour of His judgment is come. First Thessalonians 4, verses 16 through 18. For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then... We who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. The hour of His judgment is come. The hour of His judgment is come. Are you ready? Oh, get ready. The hour of His judgment is come. Are you ready? Oh, 